Good morning, Night City! It's 103 and overcast this January 30th. Top stories of the day. Krispy Kreme has introduced some dick-sucking donuts. They auto-suck your dick, so get on down. If you've got lady parts, they're offering a cola you can pour onto your vagina. Wendy's is debuting a new burger made entirely out of tires, metal, and lights. There's a new song from star singer number nine with their track, Imitation Tone. It's a 30-minute song, so buckle up. There's a prize for shooting anyone over the age of 75 today, so get out and hunt those grandmas. execution the government is going to drop a train on a man from space and finally <laughs> finally the los angeles basketball team formerly known as the chicago cubs is going to be sent to the centurion coliseum for a 10 on 10 game of blood football against a pack of dogs get out there and get rich diet anything that doesn't kill you makes you stranger Good morning, Night City! <laughs> we implant Cyber Keanu into our brains and customize our pubes in fascinating disaster Cyberpunk 2077. This week on How Did This Get Played? Welcome to How Did This Get Played, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest and win-backiest video games of all time. That third W is by Franz Gruber. Submit yours at GetPlayedPod, hashtag WWW. <laughs> I'm Nick Weiger, along with Heather Ann Campbell. I'm Heather Ann Campbell, along with our producer, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back, Bucket. Edge, do you guys remember Winback? I was like that that I used that one because it reminded me of Winback, which is a game I hadn't thought of. I never even played it, but I just remember it from like 20 years ago. Yeah, it's like a uh, like a shitty way to play audio files, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I thought you yeah, were get a bunch of skins for it. <laughs> I, I I misheard because I didn't I, I don't know the reference, but I thought you said like windbag, like an insult. Like the old oh, windbag. windbaggy it. Yeah, like yeah. that would be, that, if we had any listeners who are like in the silent generation, that's the yeah. kind of thing we get submitted. <laughs> you guys are windbags. Yeah, a bunch of old galoots. <laughs> when are you going to review Pinochle? <laughs> All right, you old fuck. <laughs> I had this great game that said to talk about 70 seconds in gaming heaven. It's Ball and Cup. <laughs> 
Um, went back. It was it, it was like a PlayStation Two N sixty four, and it was the it, it apparently influenced Metal Gear Solid Two uh, because it was like one of the I, I think maybe the innovator that like the the inventor, even though it was like kind of a not great game of the uh, the whole cover shooter mechanic. The idea that you could take cover and fire from behind it. It was like that was kind of their 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 gameplay innovation. So mm. there you go. Um, but uh, guys, we have a we have a, a very fascinating game to discuss today. It's a fascinating week in gaming news <laughs> as of this record. Um, yep. And uh, I guess we should get into that aspect of it by first spending before we descend into gaming hell. First spending seventy seconds in gaming heaven. Matt, let us know when to begin. Begin. Everyone's crazy for GameStop shop stock. Oh fuck! <laughs> GameStop stock. Why is that hard to say? It's because it sucks. <laughs> I was. I can't believe you didn't make it through the sentence <laughs> during like, a time segment. Like you, you got up to the. You were ready to to hit the green. You take a long swing with your golf club. Yeah. Your dick falls out of your pants and you shit all over yourself. <laughs> 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 so, so GameStop is a business that is uh, in a in a in a period of transition because a lot of people aren't buying physical media anymore. So now you go to a GameStop if you want action figures, uh, peripherals, and used uh, like iPads and Zooms and shit. Um, so understandably it's, it's not the, the business is, it's been failing over the last few years. Um, as we become a streaming, a streaming society, oh, right. um, Time's up. it also just but, sucks. Okay. We're like, done. Even as re- and we're done. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> I hope someone like downloaded the show, hoping to get, like, get some clarity on the GameStop stock situation. <laughs> And that's how far we made it. <laughs> I, I, could we? I could over. I'll allow it, but watch yourselves. Whoa, Judge like, Apodaca yeah, swinging the right. gavel. That's right. I, um, I I lift the restriction this week because that's kind of because I don't understand. I I don't really understand it either. I think it's just like the the uh, my friend Griffin was like it's if you try to explain it to someone. It's it's kind of hard to explain and also kind of hard to comprehend because it's exactly as stupid as it sounds like it's just like it can't be that stupid, but it is. I think I can explain it. Yes, please. All right. So a bunch of people, uh, instead of purchasing stock in something, what they purchase is the future probability on that stock's price Uh, and they sell you that future probability. So like they're like, hey, we're going to sell you. This stock at uh, we believe this stock is going to fall to 20 bucks in the next month. And so you purchase it at that price within the next month. If it falls to 15, then the company that has sold it to you for 20, they make money. And if it rises to 30, then they lose money. Well, since GameStop is a, a, a company that's seems to have no future whatsoever, uh, people are selling the stock at a future lower price now. Uh, the hive mind, the uh, agnostic, free-flowing, uh, pseudo-psychic so- uh, internet society that we exist in, the the has uh, decided collectively, without leadership, 
uh, that they miss GameStop and they're nostalgic for it. And it was a company that meant a lot to them as a kid. So they wanted to punish the people who were predicting that GameStop would fail. And they started purchasing the stock at higher and higher volume, which then drives the price higher. The higher the price goes, the more rewarding it is for people to purchase more. And there has been a run on a run. Is that mean negative or positive? A positive run on GameStop's stop stock. Wow, that is hard to say. It is hard to say. <laughs> uh, which has forced these hedge funds who were hedging the bet on the future of the stock price to close their positions at enormous losses. And the more this is done, the funnier it is. So yeah. the funnier it is, the more people want to do it. It, it's it's like part it, it's interesting because it's got the I, I think primarily uh, it's a it's a get rich. It's a get rich quick scheme. I think primarily that's the driving thing of like you can make a lot of money really like some people got got a lot of money very rapidly uh, by jumping on this bandwagon and a bunch. Of, and so more people are hopping on. But there is the very fun, the very gratifying layer of just like, fuck you to a hedge fund fuck you to some billionaires you know like like that's like a that's like a fun and so that in and of itself yeah adds interest to it i i don't know i mean like and then also as at least as of this recording we'll see what happens in the next week or so there's all the institutional investors you know like shutting down their platforms for trading or restricting or or uh you know auto selling people shares you know there's 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 all that kind of shady stuff that's going on and so that's just another layer of just like, like regular people can't do this. That's that you're cheating, you know. It's also funny because like this is how the marketing functions. Yes, it's like it's like oh, I've heard a rumor that Apple's next fucking device is going to be VR, and it's going to be great, and and people are going to want the VR Apple product. So I'm going to Wait, is this an actual in... stock tip? Well, yeah, they are going to come out with VR. I mean, okay. it's already in their OS. But right, hold on. whether or not you think on. that's going to make a, 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 a dent in their bottom line is uh-huh. questionable. But us talking right, I'm in about Robin it Hood right now. Might, <laughs> might make people be like, oh, I'm going to buy some Apple product or Apple right. stock because I think they're going to sell more in the future. And then that action alone causes the stock to go back, up. Right. Right. So it's already that's how it works is people saying, I think this is going to be a good investment and then investing in it. Yeah. It's like people were racist before QAnon. But yeah, but like the inter- like social media allowed QAnon to be the new, you know, vessel through which racism was transmitted and and, uh, you know, uh, fucking uh, organized and actualized. You know, it's it's I, I don't know. It's it. It's just, it's just, it's, it's nothing new, but it's also something extremely new. And that's a firsthand account, right? Because you're, you're uh, yeah, yeah, that's up. my personal experience <laughs> <laughs> being radicalized. <laughs> I, I also think it's, I mean, as of this recording, um, people on both the far left and the far right are angry at the uh, companies which are closing out people's positions in GameStop without their permission um, was a, was just, a bummer. And all, yeah. It just shows it's all a casino. It's just the same way, you know, you go to a casino and you're fucking, 
um, you know, counting cards or whatever. And they're just like, I right, get the fuck out of here. You know, yeah. you're not allowed to do that. That's against the rules. If you urinate on the craps table in between every roll and you've got this fucking great streak going, they're like, you can't be here anymore. And I'm like, but yes. look at all the money I'm making. <laughs> like, you can't you can't tell me what is my good luck charm or not. You, you know, right. get up on the table and you squat. <laughs> They're like, you don't seem to understand what the issue is. It's not about you winning. <laughs> Look at this. 40, yeah. 50, 60 cents on the dollar every time I roll. <laughs> They're like, if you would have crapped on the craps table, this would have been fine. <laughs> the piss we don't like. That's what Weird. it's for. Weird. Yeah. had a cigar for that joke. He's like, oh, crap on the table. It would have been fun. <laughs> that is, that's, that's where I belong, honestly, yeah. those times. Oh, man. God, you'd fucking crush on, like, match game. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Apodaca next to Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> man that's what's the craziest place you've ever made whoopee <laughs> and see i don't have a good answer but so i wouldn't i wouldn't be good at it but uh i'm not i'm not time traveling back to kill hitler i'm not time traveling back to see the beatles i'm just time traveling back to a period of time where people think i'm very funny <laughs> matt that time is now Oh, we love you, buddy. Well, how do you know I didn't time travel from the future? Mm. Wait, you if you did and this is what you chose to do with your time, like yeah, if you boy. literally were from the future, unless this becomes the most successful podcast of all time, which is the only way I can see you justify. Right. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of time travel. What? That's something. <laughs> That's something that kind of happens in this uh, week's game. Oh God! Okay, That's cyberpunk going to be twenty seventy seven. There's a long stretch of time that's covered. All and right. There's some. There's some ambiguity about like, wait, which time am I in for a spell? You can <clears> skip <throat> forward in time. To that's true. It is a all right, Cyberpunk 2077 is a uh, game released in the year 2020, just a couple months ago. Uh, an action role-playing game that had been, um, I don't know, teased for almost a decade. Uh, it was developed and published by CD Projekt of The Witcher 3 and directed by Adam Badowski. It takes place in Night City, uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto-style open-world uh, city of the future, and you play a customizable character known as V, uh, who can acquire skills in hacking, shooting, sword fighting, engineering. You make V who you want V to be, to some degree. Yes. You ask me, we'll see. <laughs> uh, it was released for PlayStation 4. St Stadia? Stadia? How do you say that? Right? Stadia. Stadia, Windows, <laughs> Xbox One, uh, and there will be a PlayStation 5 and Xbox uh, Series S version that supposedly comes out in the year 2021. Uh, however, even if you're my mom, you know that Cyberpunk... <laughs> <laughs> Cyberpunk is a game that was uh, a real... <laughs> 
shit show uh, in terms of uh, its release. If you weren't on a high-end PC, and even if you were, uh, the game is rife with bugs, crashes, glitches, uh, and all-around mayhem, which caused it to be pulled from the PlayStation Store in December of 2020. You can no longer download Cyberpunk onto your PS4. Um, now, before we begin, I do want to address... Uh, we So, we've had some discussion about whether or not to cover this game, you know, given that... Um, there have been transphobic tweets and there is some transphobic content in Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, and we're, we, how do you say, we do not support transphobia on any, in any way, on Absolutely any, not. on any level. Uh, but th- this is a show about shitty games and weird games and this is one hell of a candidate for both uh, <laughs> for the yeah. show. I mean, like, there's I can't think of a game that is more well fit into the concept of this podcast than a hulking, broken mess of a game that has caused shareholders to uh, threaten to sue the company itself. Yes. Uh, than Cyberpunk 2077. Um, it's like uh, if we were reviewing, you know, if we were a bad movie podcast and we were reviewing uh, the Kevin Spacey uh, cat uh, body switch movie Nine Lives. Yeah. Um, you know, that's like a good movie to review for a bad movie podcast, but that does not mean you're endorsing Kevin Spacey's behavior. No. So, yeah, I mean, I, Which is I, I think weird this- because Nick's saying that with. In full, I mean, behind him is just like six House of Cards posters. Just like. Yeah. um, He really got into the show while it was airing. (laughs) And then more after. And then, yeah, honestly, I I went back to it and binged it. It holds up. (laughs) So I was playing on PC and, you know, I don't have a fucking... Um, state-of-the-art PC, but I do have a gaming rig from mm-hmm. uh, 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 built a few years ago, so it's it, it. and I will say that it was performance certainly got a little better, I think, with it was the 1.05 patch, but in general, it was not like a, I mean, it looks fucking great, I will say, it just like, it looks really, really good if you set everything uh, to, to, to the highest settings, but yeah, it's it's a little bit uh, it, it, it even on PC, which is the platform that it was designed for, which is the platform they gave the reviewable builds to everyone on. It was it it, it it's I think even today is not in a it, it, in its ideal finished state. Um, and certainly whether or not you're getting crashes or how bad your performance is, there are a ton of glitches in this game, like just visual and audio glitches and NPCs <laughs> standing in the wrong Jesus. direction, facing the wrong direction or T-posing. Um, Dead people it's standing the, straight up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's so that there's just a lot of that shit throughout. I, I think j- just talking about this game generally about as, as a candidate for this podcast, Matt, you said it in a text that it was like, uh, how did you say it exactly? It's it's stupid and sucks, but is fun. Like it, yeah, it's, it's like it's like a game that sucks and is good. It's like yeah. both of these. Like it's, it's like really a baffling experience. It's like yeah. that thing of like 
when you're uh, rubbing your belly and tapping your head at the same time like that. It's like that kind of video game where it is just sort of like all of this, everything if, we say if about once it. in a while, your hands both disappeared. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, <laughs> if, if, instead of uh, trying to do one of those things, you accidentally yeah. like punch yourself in the face. Because <laughs> like it is like we're going to. And I'll also I'll say I saw people asking if we were going to spoil it. Probably, yes. like there's so much in it yeah. that it's like impossible to spoil all of it. But we're going to talk I, about I, our there's, specific. There's plays. no way to talk about this game without spoiling it. Yeah, uh, I mean, we could talk about gameplay mechanics, but even that spoils the yeah. progression. Like uh, you can't you can't speak about this. And the three of us have all beaten the game in multiple yes. paths in an yeah. effort to. I mean, there's I can't. I have I have a lot of complaints specifically about the ending that I would like to voice. Oh boy, do I! Um, but <laughs> before we get there, yeah, I think it's like it's such a um, I've never played a game like this before. In a game in in this state, I've never played mm-hmm. it. I've never played a game that was so hyped that I truthfully, I think, going back in my mind, was not that excited about until a couple of days before, oh, and man. then. And then got in, and then was like, "Oh no, everyone's, oh no, oh no, what happened?" So uh, you're like, you're like a guy who bought GameStop stock at like uh, six hundred dollars a share. <laughs> you're like, yeah, right. like I bought him today right at the peak. Yeah. <laughs> so my experience is is the opposite. I I have been looking forward to this game for a very 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 long time. Uh, Me I'm too. a huge fan of the cyberpunk genre. Uh, I um. You know, like I've I've flirted at times with getting a ghost in the shell tattoo. Uh, I I love Blade Runner is my favorite movie. I love Snow Crash. I love Neuromancer. Like in the '90s and all the way through today, if if something is in this like in in this universe, uh, not specifically a shared universe, although I do think that Cyberpunk 2077 is just a like a, it's a collage of all the things that have come previously. There aren't mm-hmm. a ton of, if any, original ideas in Cyberpunk 2077. Um, but like every screenshot, I was like, oh my God, this is my jam. This is my fucking jam. And I would love to immediately celebrate the architecture in this game, the interior design of the buildings, uh, the costumes on the characters, like the art department for Cyberpunk 2077 went above and beyond. There aren't uninteresting areas in the game, like whether you are underneath Underneath freeways, there are unhoused communities and mm-hmm. uh, trash bags. At the top of skyscrapers, there are private parks. Like shit where you like y- you can unlock like the ability to super jump or double jump. And I would climb buildings trying to get to areas that were not made interesting and could not find them. Like you, other than being unable to look into windows... Everything in the game is gorgeous and driving in the game is gorgeous. It's every car is fucking great. Like, um, I, Night City itself, I think, like just the uh, uh, is yes, it's it's technically and aesthetically like I I I do really like being in it and inhabiting it. I think the, I think I I agree on the environmental design. Gameplay wise, a lot of it feels kind of empty, even with even loaded with NPCs, even loaded with all the uh, you know the 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 pedestrians walking around. 
Um, just a lot of it just feels like there's, okay, this is all kind of samey in terms of what's going on, but in terms of like the actual design of the environments, yeah, I fully agree with you. And I think the character design, uh, in particular of, of the, the key NPCs, I, I think is really cool. And, and, and even the ones that are like, that that's like, okay, this is like a little broad and cheesy, but it's like, it's a set, it like fits into what you're trying to accomplish. Cause this is kind of a, you know, it, it, it is a, it, it is a, a broad interpretation of the genre. Um, I think also part of the hype of this game is the developer, right? CD project red, which has a, a, you know, a track record of, of putting out, uh, yeah, uh, you know, the Witcher franchise, particularly the Witcher three, um, games that you know are are uh, uh, critically and commercially revered, and were you know was supported after release, and I think there was a lot of like, oh, these guys are gonna fucking nail this game, um, and I I, I think that's somewhat, you know, I, I'm realizing as I'm saying this, we kind of had two of the most hyped games of all time come out in 2020. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two, which we by and large really liked, and mm-hmm. Cyberpunk 2077, which I also liked, but is a deeply flawed, unfinished game. But we we really <laughs> were were dealing with a lot of fucking hype. Yeah, it's. I mean, I. It is also. It's so enormously fucked as a game. Yeah, that I don't even know what place to enter the sphere from. Like, I don't know. Like, oh, am I gonna? Am I gonna talk about? How uh, like one of the things I'd love to say is uh, it's really cool that there is uh, a romantic interest who is a woman over the age of 50. Like, Mm -hmm. holy fucking shit. She's a badass. It's like the newest Terminator movies, Sarah Connor, in terms of like, this is something that you don't get to see. You, You get to see Liam Neeson fighting every six months, but you never get to see like older women who are in a rock band or like it, like that part of it to me was really exciting on the other hand. And I know that it's supposed to be parody and that the genre of cyberpunk often talks about the over sexual sexualization of women and men and bodies. And uh, the game it I mean, is it's nasty. It is horny and it is nasty and it is not um, it's not like, a cyberpunk game made from the perspective of 2020 and then no. what would be the dystopia created from today's technology? It is about the 1990s version, the, the Paul Verhoeven version, the Robocop yes. version of a future, which is no longer our likeliest future. Uh, no, yeah, it, it it feels like a a retro futurism. It feels like the equivalent of like it like you know the uh, like Tomorrowland. It's like the modern yeah. equivalent of Tomorrowland. Of like this is what the vision of the future was thirty or forty years ago. So you have this pastiche of kind of Blade Runner and uh, Ghost in the Shell, which you referenced, and and uh, you know, Verhoeven's you know RoboCop slash uh, 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 with a fucking Mars movie, Total Recall. It's it's kind of like all that sort. All these influences kind of smushed together. Akira is kind of in there. Um, but it doesn't feel like the only thing that to me felt like an extrapolation of where we are now beyond just everyone having phones, which is kind of a boring choice that people just have the fucking same smartphones we have, uh, but and tablets. But um, uh, the was all this, the the stuff about uh, health care, which I actually liked. I liked all the privatized healthcare stuff that you'll find in like data shards, all the all the and all the references to like, you know, sign with this megacorp so you can have a health, a, a platinum health plan, you know, yeah. just talking about how fucking 
um, grim that could eventually get. I also liked if I was going to say, oh, this is maybe based in today and then blown out is the patriotic gang uh, who I right. think was called Sixth Street, but I'm not sure. Um, yeah, Sixth who Street. were like an America obsessed gang. And that was like, oh, this this feels like it could be uh, something. I mean, like you storm the Capitol and then 20 years from now, you've got like an entire jurisdiction under your like militant control. OK, I can buy that. Yeah. Um, but there was so like take Wally and Wally's girlfriend. What What is Wally's Eva. girlfriend in the Pixar movie? Eva. Yeah. Like, nothing in this game looks like Eva. Like, and Eva is like, what if Apple was a robot? Like, nothing in the game is is extrapolating from Google Glass or Google Design or Apple Design or Facebook Design. Like, it's all built on literal, like, you, you jack in with a wire, which right. is already ancient like you would never hack with a wire you would hold a device up in front of a fucking thing and like access a wireless network so i don't know it 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 feels like a game for feels like a game for like 30 and 40 year olds like it's not like it's you know it's it's hey remember It's like, remember Blade Runner? How cool would it have been if there had been a Blade Runner video game? Yes, there was a Blade Runner video game. But what if you could, like, go anywhere in the Blade Runner video game? That's what it feels like. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the, the you know, I don't know the source. Everything I've seen about the cyberpunk uh, uh, pencil and paper game, it it looks really cool. And and it, and, and I, I imagine some of this, a lot of what's in here is stuff that's just, you know, drawn from that source material. And they were probably balancing how much are we going to reflect what was in these source books that were written in the 80s and how much and, and probably updated over time. And how much are we just going to, you know, put in our own new stuff? And yeah, I agree with you that sometimes it feels like I don't know. Honestly, it it it, it reminds me of of uh, of the Total Recall remake, the one they did with Colin Farrell, which fucking uh-huh. sucks, and has <laughs> like parts where it's just like, oh, that's that's as creative as you got about the future. Like that's the choice you made. You're just sort of like it's just what we have now, but like sleeker. Like it's just like or it it's. I, I don't know. I, I agree. I agree with that that side of the world building. Um, but there's other parts uh, I like. I, you know, maybe we should go. Maybe we should. I, I say start. Like we're not already thirty minutes into the episode. But but maybe a way to <laughs> to tackle this is to begin with character creation, um, okay. which is a thing that was much hyped in this in the the pre release. Um, and uh, you can spend some time on it. You can customize your appearance and your attributes of your character, uh, and you get to choose a life path. Uh, and um, uh, I mean, people uh, just want to hear you talk about the penis part, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so I gave my guy a big dick. Um, and uh, <laughs> no, I um, I like I, I I messed around with it, and I was. Uh, you can spend some time in the character creator. Uh, I I do you like that there penis is a. One. There's penis, penis one, two, there's penis two, vagina. And off. And off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that you can be uncircumcised. Um, so I went that direction. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think that it's it, it, like, like even that is like, okay, then you have to go out of your way. Like, like, like you spend all this time 
customizing your character and then it's a first person game it just kind of and, and this is a thing that's been belabored by by others but it's like at this point but it's like it kind of just speaks to how resources were directed in its development where all this time goes into your visual crea- creation of your character and the character creator but you spend so much time actually looking you spend so little time actually looking at your character unless you're in an inventory screen or unless you go up to a mirror in the game which you have to turn on with a switch so like a shittier thing than we have now we've had a shittier thing than we've had for thousands of years how long have have mirrors existed they 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 went they they uh fucking uh degraded mirrors they came up with a shittier mirror one that you have to flick on like a light switch my guess is that the character creator is vestigial from when it was a third person game because it was a third person game all the way through 2016 uh, in the development cycle. I can't imagine. I mean, I feel like that must have been built. And then they were like, well, I think we're going to make it first person. You might as well include it. And it was a nice relief anytime. Like anytime I went into photo mode and I was like, oh, it's me. I see what I look like. And in the rare occasion when you were in third person mode in a cinema, I was sure. like, oh, it's kind of nice. I, I don't know if it made it more, oh, what's the word you're look, I'm looking for? You're looking for? What's the word you're looking for? Um, immersive. I don't yes. know if it made it more immersive to be in first person, but I'm often in games that are in third person mode going into first person mode to look around. And since mm-hmm. I spent so much time just looking at the environment, like sitting at a street corner and like, listening to the sounds. The sound design is really good in this fucking tragedy of a game. Uh, Like, so I appreciated that. I appreciated every time you're sitting in a car and somebody's driving you somewhere, you can look out the window and like listen to the music. But how can you fucking set a game in 2077 and not have self-driving in any of the cars? Like, why why couldn't I set a destination, have my car drive me there, look out the window and play some fucking good tunes. Well, yeah, and and there is like the Delamain, which is a whole line of quests that I actually really liked, and I like Delamain as a character, and I thought those those mm-hmm. finishing that quest line was very satisfying. But Delamain is like he's like Johnny Cab from um Roger. you know, he's more of a he's more of a hive mind. He's got like a distributed intelligence with a bunch of different personalities, but he's like he's like a Johnny Cab from Total Recall. He's like there would be a thing yeah. in the car that drives for you instead of it just being a fully autonomous vehicle. Yeah, I mean, because because the the vehicles, I think the vehicle design is cool. I think that I think everything looks cool, but it's also like I, I, I don't know. I mean, just this is like you were saying earlier, it's not an extrapolation from where things are now and where they could eventually yeah. be in uh, 57 years from now. Like they all have tires. All the cars <laughs> have tires. That's is- stupid as shit. <laughs> But also, you can drive motorcycles. Nobody else does. Nobody on the road is driving a motorcycle. They're parked. There's lots of parked motorcycles, but nobody's driving a motorcycle. And while I'm at it, the documentation for the game is like from the from the Porsche 911 to the Arch to the to the cars of the future. They're like uh, the whole time I'm like, oh, there must be like a section of this city that where everybody's driving Porsche because you fucking dropped Porsche as the opening sentence of the documentation about the vehicles. And there is one Porsche in this game, a single (laughs) unlockable Porsche. 
And wow. then other than that, there are no Porsches. Um, I thought the dr- I mean, I guess while we're here, the driving sucks. It, I, maybe what? with some of the patches, it's been control. It's it controls better. But it, when I was driving, I just like I fucking hated it. It felt like it, everything was was on black ice. Like I just I had felt like I had no control over these vehicles. Oh man, um, yeah. and. And uh, I only like driving motorcycles. I only like, like that a little bit. Again, part of this is probably playing on PC and using Wasta controls. I never love Wasta driving. Um, but uh, it it but all that said, it, I think a lot of people have, have complained about the driving and the driving controls and the physics of it don't feel quite right. Uh, also, that there is so much time spent in driving in this game and. I don't know. Is this a feature that even needs to be in here? Like, does this need to be a driving heavy game? Is that a thing where it could have been like, well, we're going to we're not going to worry about having fucking street races. Uh, we're not going to have all like a, a huge money sink in the game. A huge thing you can spend currency on is buying new cars. And I never saw, felt a saw reason to do that. Like, why do we why do we need to buy a new car when the car I start with and then the motorcycle I get from Jackie are going to basically get me through the whole game without any difficulty? Whoa, whoa, you you only drove those two cars? Man, I only I, drove I, like, yeah, and, and I only dropped, drove the ones I got as part of story missions. Oh, my God. Uh, fuck, dude, you miss, maybe that's why you didn't think the cars drove very well. I dropped for, I dropped on the highest end car, uh, the the one that looks like, uh, like a Tex Avery uh, fucking wolf is driving it and leaning out the window and like shouting at girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a really, really long front end car. I got the ones that look like Lambos. I got one that was like reflective mirror metal. Um, it was so, I loved the driving, but I learned you very like how early. Controlled? Uh, yeah. I learned very wow. early though, that you never let go of the gas. You break while your, your foot is on the gas and it makes turning, it makes the control of the car ab- super easy. So you, I could like whip through intersections and, and the only thing I would ever do wrong in a car would be accidentally suddenly kill a pedestrian. I'm surprised to hear this because I've heard no, nothing positive about any of the driving except from you just now on this podcast. Huh. Uh, maybe some people liked it. Uh, it but feels like I, a, it, 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 even if it feels floaty, it feels like F-Zero floaty. Like it's got a uh, an internal logic to it. And each car handles differently. Like the Porsche is really tight on corners. And then like the fucking Coyote car. Uh, I don't what I don't know what that car is called. I should have written it down. Um like that car is slow and turns hard. Like I, I, I felt like a difference in the vehicles themselves and a sort of pleasure in driving them. Man, I really, it really did not click for me. What, what about you, Matt? <laughs> I, I typically don't. There's not. Um, I can't think of a game that has driving in it that I love. Like I don't really love hmm. even the cars in Grand Theft Auto. Like I hate driving. I like driving in real life. You know, I played Forza a little bit on Xbox, and obviously that's a racing game, so the driving better be good. And the driving's really good in there. Um, 
uh mario kart great um but usually where there's like a where the where the car is not the main focus of the game i usually just don't care about uh the driving even like the batmobile i hate driving the batmobile which should be like Mm -hmm. the coolest thing you can do uh it sucks i i hate it i also i really i really like that you could destroy your car and one of my favorite things to do would be like drive, like racing my way to some destination and then launching the car like off of a cliff while I got out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd like all of a sudden I'd be back in first person mode because I was driving in third person and I'd watch the car like fly off of a cliff and like explode somewhere. And then it only costs like a hundred bucks to get a new one. Like I loved it. I loved the driving. I loved, I mean like other than how annoyed I was when I hit somebody and like suddenly the police are firing at me and I'm like, really in this city, I've (laughs) stabbed people on the street. My superpower is getting people to commit suicide in front of their friends. Right. (laughs) And you're going to get upset at me for taking a corner a little too tight? Like, that's a little ridiculous. It's uh, the whole the whole way the game handles. I mean, I guess it invites Grand Theft Auto comparisons because it's basically kind of like a like a star system. You know, you hit a pedestrian and you're going to the police are going to be pursuing you. You do enough carnage and they'll be they'll try to, to, uh, you know, take you out. Um, It's. But like it, it, I, the whole way police are handled in this game is fucking weird because it's yeah. like baffling. There's there's corruption and there's corrupt cops, but it seems to be trying to be like uh, it, it's it's kind of got some a lot of pro police stuff, and it's like oh, you're yeah. actually doing bounties for cops, which is strange. There's yeah. a, there's a quest in this that has a video you watch you are shown of a police execution like a like a guy fleeing a vehicle and he gets shot and I, like you know seeing that in 2020 uh yeah. which is when i played this or 2021 and and you know our current climate it's just like like oh that is a big choice to put that in a game and say and and you know like we're going to have a take on this and we're going to see what that's like in the dysto- this dystopia and when that was presented i was like oh okay we're going to see just how bad this gets uh if the if society collapses and the the police have total power but it turns out in that quest this is one of the ones the in the um i believe this is one of the the quests in the uh the river ward line uh who is the who is a, mm-hmm. one of the npcs you can romance it turns out that the guy who was fleeing the vehicle who the sh- the cops shoot uh, in the back was uh, actually like a fucking serial killer. And so the like like you're mm-hmm. sh- you're being shown that and it's kind of like the police were justified in using deadly force to kill this guy who was fleeing this like it's like that is that what the game's trying to say or if it's not what it's trying to say it's kind of what's coming across. Uh yeah, I think all the police bounties are fucking I I just like I don't want to have to fucking bring in fugitives for the cops. I don't want to have to fucking uh, solve crimes for the cops. And yeah, um, also I, you get street cred for helping the police, which is just not how that no works nonsense. at all. Total yeah. nonsense. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 so that's just the thing of just like, well, I don't know. I like, but like I, I'm, there's a future where anything goes and there are no rules in night city, except I have to follow the law and I have to make sure that the police are, I, I don't know. I mean, like, if you want to have something of uh, maybe there's just like a like if there was more of like, hey, I, how do I bribe these corrupt cops? How do I fucking, 
You know, I, I, I like if they were more exploring that side of things, I'd I'd be more on board. That being said, the cop cars in this game have the best cop car sound I've ever heard. Uh, <laughs> like if you steal a cop car and you turn on their sirens, you're like, oh, I, I'm a maniac. Nobody would play this <laughs> and drive down a street and think they were working for a force of good. Beep, 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 bah, 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 bah. Like it's so, <laughs> so great. Um, I love that. I also love the sound of the cop robots, which are like, uh, uh, please allow yourself to be uh, arrested. Show yourself. You are, uh, what, there's like, I don't know. The phrasing is great. It's, it's, but it's Robocop. It's not like, yeah. Oh, wow. I've never seen this before. I'm like, ah, I like, I like that kind of robot from a movie. Um, you mentioned the river quest and I would yes. love to talk about a few quests, spoilers incoming, which were excellent little short stories, uh, imprisoned in this nightmare of a game. 100%. Um, so the, the, the quest where the serial killer is shot in the back, uh, you eventually find out that, and as I understood it, and also sometimes the writing in this game, it's like, wait, 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 what, what was what was happening? This guy was called the Peter Pan killer, and he was abducting children and hooking them up to uh, a dream harvester. Uh now, the technology, there is a, a, a layer of technology in this game uh, called Cyberdex, I believe. Uh, or maybe it's, what, what do they call the squid? In, oh, the in thing you're Strange putting over days, your head that you're watching. Yeah, in Strange Days, it's called the squid. In this game, I just called it the squid. I don't know what it's called. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Let me your, look it up. Your sensory inputs and impulses. So you can like, for example... If you were a sex worker, you would record your experience of having sex and then sell that instead of the video footage of your pornography. This also means that you can uh, play somebody else's BD, which is what the footage is called, brain dance. Mm -hmm. uh, you can play somebody else's BD and then brain investigate. Dance, yeah, but what's the thing called? Oh, the thing like that the, you put the. I thought you were asking what is brain dance, and I was looking no, no, up. No, I was looking squid. up the term What's for the brain squid? dance. The thing that goes. I don't know. I just. I didn't. I don't even remember the name of it. Ah, for Whatever far, the fucking it, it, VR headset is, they put on you. Yeah, BD. Uh, so the so so y you can use this to solve crimes because you can play somebody else's brain dance and sort of investigate the environment that they weren't paying attention to, but still received sensory input from. In this quest, children are being harvested for their brain dances or subjected to brain dances in a factory farm. And it is a fucking nightmare when you arrive yeah. there. Um, that quest was super disturbing. Did either of you play the one uh, where you crucify a man? Yes, I played that one, but I got out of it before the, I, I actually just to, just to, just generally real quick. The, the quests are the thing, the end, uh, some of the NPCs and some of the quest design, the narrative design of the quest is to me is just like so fucking good that it 
is why this game, I still like it despite all of its flaws. I'm just like, some of these quest lines are so fucking good. The crucifixion quest I got out of earlier because I did, there was a point where they offer you a buyout and it was like triple what the bounty was. And I was just like, I just took the fucking ba- buyout. And then I guess that was the, that got me out of actually seeing the guy get crucified. They, I, they just let the news crew do whatever they were going to do. Um, but that whole thing is really cool because it's like a prisoner who, you are uh, like like every step about that is uh, every way a way that 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 quest is teased out is interesting because it begins with you have a bounty to take out this guy. You're actually you're 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 helping to you're helping a guy um, go kill a criminal. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it tur- and you show up there. The cops fucking shoot the guy that you're escorting to go kill this criminal as a fantasy. It turns out he was out for revenge on this criminal. This criminal is be- is in protective t- custody and is being turned over to a news crew um, because he has uh, found redemption in prison. Um, he is a murderer. You take him to the house of the sister of the man he murdered, um, and he's gonna he tries to have a moment with her and the mom. And then his ultimately he is choosing to be crucified and have that be filmed and I think turned into a brain dance. Well, he believes I believe he believes that he is Jesus or he believes he is some kind of savior. And in I think that the news company wants to sell the brain dance of a man being crucified. So you if yes. you put on the brain dance, you would experience the crucifixion so that you can have a closer connection with God uh, your interactions with the fucking dude are sort of appeasing him, uh, like laying laying aside his doubts or encouraging his doubts uh, so that this corporation, this news corporation, can make money off of this dude's brain dance. This quest line, if you continue past the point where Nick... Uh, where Nick gave up and took the took the money because he's a corpo. I took the he's a corpo shill. Uh, yeah, Johnny Silverhand was just like, "I'm so disappointed in you, man. What the <laughs> fuck?" <laughs> just like scolded yeah, me. About Silverhand. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> so you 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 uh you eventually he requests your presence at his crucifixion, and because you've been become friends with him, he's like, "I would love you to be the one who nails me to the cross." So oh my you God. interact with nailing a man's arms and legs to the cross and then hoisting him up. And then you aren't allowed to exit the room until he dies. You're you're like the prompt on the bottom of the screen is watch, watch him die. <laughs> That's and then, fucking intense. Super Ugh. intense. And then later the, um, at least in my playthrough, the news corporation calls you and is pissed off because you filled him with so much doubt that his brain dance is all fucked up because he was like, while he's being wow. crucified, he's like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so they can't sell it. Like they can't make profit off of it because <laughs> he's so like freaked out when he's on the, anyway, the, there are like, there's that story. There's a story about Ascension Cola machine that I liked, but really felt like a short yes. story I'd read before. There are, there are a lot of really great side quests that don't make sense given the context of the main quest, which is that you are being in, so in a heist gone wrong, you end up putting an experimental chip in your head uh, in order to store it for transportation because this, the chip can't reach a certain temperature. Uh, on this chip is the downloaded personality or en- engram of a dead terrorist who was also a rock star, played by Keanu Reeves. 
over the course of the game, you have to get this chip out of your head before Keanu Reeves' personality overwrites your own. So taking time to do anything else in this game is ridiculous. Like you, you are being told right away from the drop in the game, you're going to die soon. You better fix this. And you can go on those main quests or you can fucking like go break up a gang fight in on the beach which is nonsense. <laughs> well, well, some of the, so the side quests are, are uh, the non-main quests are divided into a bunch of different categories, subcategories. Um, the UI in this game is kind of all over the place. And I, I, I think, you know, that the quest system is just part of it. It's just, it's just kind of, everything just is kind of bloated and, and clumsy. But, so like the the ones that we were t- we were just talking about, I believe are side missions or side quests. Those are the ones that are generally interesting, and a lot of the and some of them that involve the uh, the romance angles. And those are the ones that you kind of have to complete a bunch of. Uh, you have to finish some of these quest lines to have access to any of the good endings. If you just do them, if you just mainline the main quest, you're not going to necessarily get one of the good endings or one of the more interesting endings. Then there below that, there's the gigs. And the gigs, by and large, are just fucking empty. They're just, by mm-hmm. and large, just go to this place and kill this guy or go to this place and escort this guy out of the... It, like, they're just, like, very, very boring bounty or retrieval quests. And um, and 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 so it's, like, in terms of balancing what you should and shouldn't do, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just found myself ignoring a lot of those. Heather, you played a lot of them. Yeah, I I cleaned out the entire game's content except for Whoa, purchasing Jesus the cards. Jesus Christ! I uh I got the achievements for doing every gig and every side job and every uh side jobs. That's it. Random uh gang activity in every section of Night City, um, in part because I enjoyed. Initially, I enjoyed the mechanics. I really, I, I was, uh, so my build of my character was a net runner, which I didn't set out to do, but I knew that I wasn't going to be, I was like, well, you can do guns in any game. Why would I do guns? I want to do mm-hmm. something else that isn't guns. So I chose intelligence and engineering and swords because I was like, ah, oh, that feels like something from a cyberpunk thing. And initially, trying to figure out how to take down extremely high-level bad guys using net running, where you'd hack into their brains, you'd breach their security, you'd turn their security on themselves. Like, that was a lot of fun. But um, but long before Endgame, I was so powerful that I would take out, like, an entire building with with one hack, one or two hacks. Like I'd set a, I had a um. One you can augment your body with all of this technology. One of the pieces of technology I got allowed me to hack one person, and it would automatically spread to another person. If you did that in conjunction with a hack that automatically spreads to two or three people, it was like sort of an exponential effect. So I could go into a a, a an area where I'm like level 25 and they're all level 50 and they all have little skulls over their head, which means they can kill you in one shot. And I could figure out how to take on all of those guys. And that was super fun and challenging and rewarding. But then at some point it was just like, 
there was nothing. There was, I, 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 I think it took me like three shots or three attacks to take out the final boss of the game. Yeah. Um, the balance is all over the place. And, yeah. and, and it's just, I, I think it's just some things, some, uh, some of it's kind of useless. Some of it is completely OP. I actually did set out to be a net runner and the early hacking skills I felt were so dull and and shooting was so much more effective because early hacking skills are just like um you know you you cause a guy to overheat uh you can uh you can uh, reset his vision so he can't so he's blind for a few seconds they're just like very boring status effects uh and 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 guns are so much more effective in the early game that I was just like fuck it I'm going full guns and I actually found the gunplay a lot of fun. I thought the gunplay was 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 really good in this game. Um, from what I read later, yeah, hacking is absolutely OP if you get it to high level. And then, uh, but, but speaking of balance in terms of enemies, so like, you know, like uh, I, I like basically one shot a mini boss. It just completely fucking annihilated him. Just mm-hmm. like with no, no, you know, it was not like there was no challenge at all. And this was like a major like like character that I just completely destroyed. And then I just was doing some random mission, like a question mark on a map. And, uh, you know, I was just like breaching a compound and one of those, uh, uh, you know, like like just a random dude, just a random fucking mob is like comes up to me and just like just does that, you know, like that sprint towards you and just fucking kills me like immediately. Like I just get instantly murked. I'm just like, I don't know. I I can't tell what I'm supposed to be doing when in this game, because like like there are times where it feels like a like a random gig will just be like way above my skill level for no real reason. Or way above yeah. my, my character's skill level for no real reason. The most challenging mission for me as a netrunner was the fighting, like the punching uh, mission. Oh, yeah, the punching. Uh, where I was, I think, level six body and level 20 intelligence and max quick hacking. <laughs> and <laughs> so, like, every one of the punching, like, fights, they could one hit me. Like, yes. there's not, there none of them. I, I think I took on the final girl uh, who you fight in like a uh, like a fuel tank. Uh, I think I took her on like upwards of 70 times trying wow. to beat her because also like everything in this game, it's pretty glitchy. So you're supposed to be locked on uh, the other character in order to fight them like you auto lock and half of the time my character's auto lock would disengage and I'd just suddenly be facing a wall and she'd punch me once in the back of the head and I'd be dead uh, or just have to restart the fight. Uh, So many times I'd get like, I'd go to dodge and I'd get lodged in the wall of that tank. Um, Not to mention, we haven't talked about the crashes, the constant fucking crashes. I played this on PS5, so did Apodaca. Mm -hmm. And... I, I, if I played for four hours, I would get at least eight full crashes of the game. That's unreal. Like, exit all the way out to error screen on PlayStation. Something is wrong with this gamer app. Um, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, when you're when you're trying to get your game certified, and and no, I'm I'm going back to ps3 xbox 360 era because that's the that's when i was uh still working in development but a hard crash or a progression break are supposed to be just like you fail certification you gotta fucking you can't we're not going to release this on your on the system unless you fix this and they obviously just had their own you know rules they could abide by because this was going to be such a huge selling game and it was a hugely selling game so 
but it, it it is it is amazing that a game shipped with that many issues, and obviously they had to pull it from the store. Um, I I do want to talk about combat because because I didn't really encounter crashes on PC, but I did get a lot of glitches and 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 a lot of stuff where it's just like this just this just sucks. This just isn't finished or this just isn't well impl- well implemented. And for me, one of the things was the taunts that the enemies will use in combat are so repetitive and you get them <laughs> so many you, and you get you hear the same ones in different scenarios where it doesn't make sense. It's not like you're getting like, oh, this is the distinct uh, uh, taunt that you'll get from the voodoo boys as opposed to the one that you'll get from the Aldecaldos or whatever. You know, it's, it's not like this is like distinct and unique to this faction. There's none of that. There's a there's a there's a a quest line you go with with one of the NPCs and 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 I love this quest line and the NPC uh, Judy uh, who is one of the ones you can romance uh, is an awesome character and again part of the reason I I like this game is is characters like that and in quest lines like this but like the the there's there's like a boss fight at a point in this quest line where you're taking on effectively I think like you know. Three members of whatever their stand-in is for yeah uh, uh the yakuza in this game um the tiger claws or whatever it's and, and so you're taking on these guys and it, it's like this major point of combat or this major combat scenario and I'm hearing the same taunts I heard on like the first mission that I'm going through with Jackie Wells like I'm just like these these mob bosses are are, 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 are I'm I'm going after them with a katana and they're being like. I love my job. <laughs> it's just like the same <laughs> shit I've been hearing forever. And it's such a, it, it so takes you out of that reality. It's so frustrating. I, I, I feel like I ran into, for a game that's so, you know, huge and like has so much uh, customization in it and stuff. I, I, I ran into a lot of like repeating dialogue, like even like in the yeah. loading screen, like I would see the same loading screens, like every time I turned on the game until a certain point in the yes. game and i would just be like well surely there's something else going on on the news like it's not the same thing happening every single day like that's insane yeah you're seeing the same the same interview with the same uh fucking uh, like like it's just the same clip of from a tv show that's playing every single yeah. time you load it up it gets really really monotonous i uh as so my favorite thing to do was just to get people to kill themselves like it was <laughs> I got the leg. I mean, like I, I so early in the game got legendary hacking because I was like, oh, I want to see what each of these ripper docs or the people who upgrade your cyberware. Uh, I want to see what each of them has. So I drive out to each of them and see what they have. And then I find one guy who's got like a legendary thing and all he needs you to have is like a certain level of quick hacking in order to implement this thing. So I like quick hack a bunch of people around there and then get this chip installed. So I had legendary hacks really early on. And one of them is uh, that you can hack somebody else to commit suicide and their dialogue. I don't know if you guys got to see what people say right before they shoot themselves (laughs) in the head, but I heard every variation of it. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Which isn't funny, but it is funny because it's a video game. Yeah, it's sure. just like a guy who's like shooting you and he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then all of a sudden he drops his gun and goes, oh, fuck. And blows his own <laughs> oh my <brains> God. <laughs> 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 like, or, or like, like, like women screaming, like, I can't take it anymore. Jesus. <laughs> it's so grim. And also because my. My chipset allowed that to travel. It was like 
when one guy would kill himself, another guy would see it and it would be too much for him to handle. And so he would do it. (laughs) So all I would run into a place like my like run, drive my car as fast as I could towards a wall, mm-hmm. exit the car at, as the car crashes into the wall, double jump over some barricade and on my way down in slow motion, make everybody start throwing up with the contagion virus. So they'd immediately start doubling over and vomiting <laughs> and then land and have like three or four people around me all shoot themselves in the head. Like I was like... <laughs> I'll never get to see this in a movie. Like this see, will right. never happen in a film. Yeah, like this is the stuff. Hearing this stuff is the stuff that like makes me think that it is good. Like obviously, there's a bunch of shitty stuff about it, but like I, you know, I, I guess I don't even know what my character's build ultimately was because I made him so neutral. Like I, I was like, I, every time I got a stat, I would put it like, okay, where do I need a little more? Like, okay, I could use a little more intelligence here. So I, he was very, very balanced in that way. So he Uh wasn't OP in any sort of way, but I was telling you guys that like, it was very rare that I died from, um, like an encounter in the game. If I died, it was like, I either overheated or like did something stupid, like on accident died, like walked on my own grenade. Um, but like I, I, uh, I one hit killed a mini boss. Like, like it was no problem at all. Um, I would use swords a lot cause I liked, I think I was similar to Heather. I was like, guns are in every game. Swords, swords are cool i became the swords guy mm-hmm. um but i yeah i don't know if i, I was i started out as a street kid because of course i did and i i just um but i don't know i wish i could have done more of the hacking stuff because i was bored by that but now that i know that you can uh chain react effects i love i, mean, I love that a room of people so in in one of the final levels when you're taking on uh, Arasaka again big big spoilers here there is a room with a ton of dudes mm-hmm. and I walked into the room hacked one of them they immediately all began throwing up <laughs> <laughs> like, like to see all these riot gear and like heavy military guys in i mean like nobody could fire at me it was just like <laughs> like just throwing up and then would like choose like three or four of them to commit suicide so that everyone around them would commit suicide <laughs> right like i don't even think that the intro dialogue to that room where one of your NPC friends is like, uh-oh, looks like everybody's out to get you or whatever the shitty... Yeah. I mean, that's not... A lot of the NPC dialogue in this is really good, but like, uh-oh, looks like you've got you've brought on everybody in the entire building. And by the time they'd finished the sentence, they had to like skip it so they could be like, wow, you took care of all those guards <laughs> because they were all <laughs> <Yeah>. dead. <laughs> Did you guys run into... Um, speaking of just like the dialogue, though, I feel like sometimes I would... If I had like a, a couple of NPCs that were part of like what was going on sometimes they would talk over each other like their dialogue yes. would cross yeah. over each other and i'd be like who am i who am i talking Maddening. to 
Yeah, Mad- it's even even in even if you're like getting it like a, a like it was like a a quest was being resolved or something like like yeah. there would be over talking from one character um, while you're trying to get important information. I, I like the audio glitches to me were like the least fun because a lot of the video gl- the visual glitches are like they're funny, but the audio glitches yeah. were never funny. They were just fucking frustrating and like like and also this isn't even a glitch. This is just a design issue, but. The way that you will get texts and phone calls God. during during like cutscenes, uh, during uh, you know like like key moments, like 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 I, I like I was in the middle of like a fucking uh, a, like kind of a tender scene with one of the characters you can romance, Pan Am, um, uh, and like like it, like just in the middle of that, I got like a random uh, you know text message from uh fucking uh who was a padre there's a guy mm-hmm. padre the one yeah. that, one of the one of the quest givers padre who was just like hey i got a car for sale this is like <laughs> people are, they're constantly all trying to sell you cars like everyone who all these mob bosses also i, I guess are running dealerships they're all fucking selling cars <laughs> and that is so fucking frustrating and intrusive and i don't give a shit and just mute that while i'm in the middle of this this cinematic or while i'm in the middle of this dialogue sequence and let me return to this later. Yeah, I I will s- say on the on the plus side of dialogue, on the plus side of dialogue, which was often on the negative side, I did really enjoy that the NPCs around an area where a story was taking place with like conversation that you could sort of walk through or walk past that those conversations were unique to the environment and unique to the story. Mm-hmm. So like you could like finish a quest in a uh, in like the trailer park area and you'd walk outside after having killed a bad person and there'd be like two people on the street being like, "Man, I always knew something was going on in there." You did? Yeah, there was one night where I saw like I heard a bunch of scream. You'd like as yeah. you walk past them, they'd sort of like is it Doppler? Like they Doppler in and Doppler out of your yeah. of and and that was really there, what's so there's like cool touches this, that haven't been fully fleshed out. Is there's, there's there's that stuff throughout. Like if they'd had five more years <laughs> to change some of the tone, both uh, uh, of themselves personally, and then also of like some of the more um, inappropriate, culturally inappropriate parts of the game. We haven't also talked about the fact that every ethnic stereotype that is exists in this game mm-hmm, like it's right like uh, like it's street fighter 1992 like just <laughs> we've moved so far beyond this and there was there wasn't there wasn't a place where you would meet somebody and, and not be like oh this is a trope uh yeah. and and that that fucking sucks but like i i i i don't know like if I hadn't known anything about the outside of the game before I played the game, I would have really loved the reveal that uh, one of your best friends and uh, sci- and NPC characters in the game was a trans woman. Mm-hmm. And that uh, that she and her husband had gone through her transition together. Like, it was a really cool story that I haven't seen inside of a game. And I don't know how much of it was reactionary uh because of all the fucking controversy that they on purpose stewed up themselves like it's there's there's a good game buried in the concept of this game 
Like in the grave that is cyberpunk, there is a skeleton that could have been great. And that's what's so fucking crazy about this game. But it's also, and, and you know, Matt said earlier, I've never played a game like this that's, you know, so busted and, but also like, you know, on, on release. I have played games like this and this made me think of PC gaming in the 90s. I think I even tweeted something to this effect of just like, you know, playing games like Daggerfall, which was the second Elder Scrolls game. Oh my game, God, I or, played Daggerfall? Uh, yeah, Daggerfall was so broken upon release. It was just completely <laughs> busted. In fact, I think even patched up and, you know, it it, it never really got to a state uh, where it was uh, where it was, you know, done, done and polished. Um, Master of Magic, the, the legendary Sierra uh, uh, fucking failure outpost. I like got it launched and it just was completely busted and buggy. This is it's like that experience of playing something and just like, oh, this is just not done. This just didn't have enough time for development and QA. But even that said, you still see the potential here. And a lot of it I genuinely enjoyed and will stay with me. And it may and and is like, I want to replay this game when it is patched and they release the free apology DLC. And this is like, you know, this is in its finished state uh, later this year, hopefully in 2077. It's, it's, <laughs> in 2077 um yeah it, it, even just things like the uh, that you like you couldn't re, you at least in the early release you couldn't remap the keys in the game like it's just like it's that's such a in a basic feature that you'd expect in a pc game in 2020 and it just it just wasn't there i mean it's it's so fucking but then again you talked about uh you, like 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 a just a random side quest there's a again it's a weird cop thing um, but there's a side job or a gig where uh, someone who lives in the same complex as you uh, is a cop and then you are tasked with trying to resolve something emotionally for him and he has you try to go visit the grave like like a, a, a so you go find this memorial of this this person that he's lost you think it's a person and it turns out it's his pet turtle and the reveal of that is like so it's like very it's just played out such a, in such a narratively satisfying fashion and you still get like oh i see that this turtle meant so much to this guy it's like it, there's like an awesome payoff to that and that's just a little like fucking you know 30 minute chunk of gameplay so there's moments like that where you're just like oh this was fucking cool i uh i that was one of two quests that i failed in the entire game uh, that guy wow. killed himself after I talked to him. Yeah, me too. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I said. I don't know what prompt I did. A lot of the times. You, you just have a gift for making people kill themselves. That's what, <laughs> like, that's what this look, game is teaching. A lot of the times, I think I was misinterpreting the the intention of the prompts. Because, like, especially at the end of the game. I wanted to achieve one thing. I just want one ending that I can, that I'm, and, and after I beat the game one way and I was like, oh, for sure, this is the way to get this ending. Like of all the choices you're given at the end of the game. So same with that guy. Like I was like, oh, I know how to comfort this guy. And I went back the next time and he had blown his brains out outside of his apartment. And the two cop, one of the cops was just sobbing over a blood stain, And I was like, oh, Oh no, I and it was like quest failed and like gives your big red X. And I was yeah. like, oh fuck. But <laughs> in the end of this game, and I, I have to talk about I know we're running long, but so I played V as a woman, and uh I got to have a lesbian relationship with a hot chick named Judy, and it was great and it was cool and fun, and she took me diving and 
I'm sure she takes everybody diving, but you know, like afterwards we made out. I was yeah. like, oh, this is great. Um, I got to choose not to have sex with some dudes who were clearly in into my character. Like I get to role play the this lesbian net runner. But Johnny Silverhand, Keanu Reeves, is a man, and he is trying to take over your female body. Mm-hmm. And in your set of opportunities at the end of the game, uh, there one of the sets is that you retain autonomy as a woman, if you're playing a woman, and then another set of options is that you allow Johnny Silverhand to take over your body, and then he gets to make the choice about whether or not you survive. And so I was like, well, that's clearly the wrong ending. Like, yeah, you, you can't, it can't be good that I've played this girl who's come up in the world and built all these skills and has this reputation and that the right thing I should do is hand over the keys to a dude for my autonomy. And so I chose siding with the corporation who was like, we'll cut you a deal. All we need you to do is provide evidence and then we'll we'll help you out of the situation. And Johnny was like, what the fuck are you doing? What? Yeah. What? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course he's going to be pissed off because he didn't trust me. But when I get to the end, I'm going to show him that we both can live in the body together or whatever the I assumed the ending was. And you are punished for choosing that path. Like, you are psychologically tortured when you win and you are given months to live and your only option is either you like you you can either go back to earth and live for 6 months or go to the mental prison that the Arasaka corporation has created for your psyche and those that's the only way out of that ending and i was like when i chose the johnny ending instead it is so clearly written to be uh like the i, I didn't jo- choose the pan am ending cuz i haven't gotten there yet but like it w- it was really frustrating as a female player to mm-hmm. be like well the only way to like really show Arasaka who's boss is to let a dude do it in my body fucking sucked and yeah. i know that there's a way to retain your agency in a secret ending that you have to unlock but that like w- i wanted an ending where v kicks ass on her own and it doesn't seem to be an option unless you find the secret way to achieve that did, did you do like the rogue quest line? Because there are a bunch of quest lines where you have Johnny take over your body temporarily. Yes, yes, that yes. But uh, again, having Johnny take over your body temporarily, fine. At the end of the game, it Got feels it, yeah. like you should retain your, your autonomy. Maybe it's a le- little less complicated when you're a dude playing it because you're like, oh, it's just some other dude in my body. But it was like literally a dude like yeah. taking, it's a strange... Like, I guess there's not like a, I mean, let's, yeah. I, I, no, I think there's that's, not a ton of fucking women playing cyberpunk. I don't know. Oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure there are. I, I I think it's like, you know, like for me, it, 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 I didn't even didn't think twice about it because I was just like, it's not just a dude taking over my body. It's fucking Keanu. So
honestly, like you talked about the uh, the the romance, and Matt, I know, I know, I know you yeah. had something. I did do want to hear your point. Um, it, like the whole way, because even you talked about playing as a woman, but it's not really gender isn't really designated in that way in this game. It, like it's kind of like trying to 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 address it, but not address it because mm-hmm. you've got like you, you in character creation, you don't pick a gender. Uh, you decide if you want a male body type or a female body type you decide if you want a male voice or a female voice but it so it's it's all kind of nebulous but, in terms of how that's your, handled but your pronouns are att- attached to your voice like yeah. yes. you you cannot have a deep voiced woman without being referred to as a he and you can't have like like that you know I, wait I, I don't talk up here like that's not where my yeah. voice is like i yeah got a low voice and you know i don't want to <laughs> yeah. refer to it as a he unless it's my yeah. choice and yeah right <laughs> It's it's it, that that whole thing that whole thing is is strange that all that is so like and and then that becomes rigid in terms of who you can romance because like I was like so I was playing a, a guy but I was going with the and thankfully I looked into it I because I, I was just like why are some of these romance options not seem to be working for me and it's just like oh they're they're just locked to certain body types like it's just like you can mm-hmm. only romance. I think Judy, you have to be both a female body type and a female voice to romance her. So, like you know, like, uh, but one of the guys you can ro- one of the characters you can romance is River Ward, uh, who is the cop. And there was a point where, like, like I'm playing a straight guy, and River Ward will only, or I'm not playing a straight guy. I'm playing a man, and River Ward will is is a straight man who will you can only romance as a as a uh, female body type. But there's still an option where you can try to kiss him, and I'm. <laughs> I didn't dare do it because to me, the idea of a man trying to kiss a straight cop, that seemed like the most dangerous act that you could possibly take in this game. So you, and I can't, and I'm just surprised that the game has that in there because it seems like I don't like again, when I look back on how I was behaving towards Judy, if I'd known that about her character, because it's not like made clear in the game's dialogue. Well, she's like, I was just like, Evelyn, well, isn't she? Like she, she is, but, but it's also like, we're looking at 2077. Right. We're, we're in the future. Like, like our characters, bisexual our characters, pansexual, it's not established, you know, like, like the, the, the way, se- like, I don't know. I, I assume things were perhaps a little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, free flowing. That's the wrong term. Um, uh, but I like, but it's not. It's it's pretty rigid and it's pretty yeah. regimented in terms of what your character is. And so, like, I was just a creepy straight guy trying to get a lesbian <laughs> to sleep with him. I was just like, that's fucking. Yeah. That's not what I wanted to role play. I yeah. just did. If I knew you weren't into guys, I would have just left you alone. I was trying so hard not to flirt with Pan Am because I'd already had a girlfriend, and I was like, oh, yeah. This- all of the dialogue trees keep ending up with like, you look real good in that suit. And I'm like, no, 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 don't say yeah. that to her. I don't, yeah. like, I'm just so paranoid that Judy would get pissed off at me. And then yeah. there's a quest where I don't even know who. So like at some point, all the quests become just blurry. Like you're just like helping all these people. And unless there's like something specific that you're doing for them, it's just like a, like a, a hodgepodge of stuff. And like some woman was like, meet me at no tell uh, at, at 6 p.m. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to she's going to tell me about a quest. And I show up and she's fucking naked. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> and like my character sleeps with her. And I'm like, no, no. What are you doing? Like, you can't yeah. do this. <laughs> like, yeah. 
That that's yeah. one of the uh that's one of the I, the corpo characters I think who is just like you can just hook up with randomly and it's the only time that that happens in the whole game. It's very strange unless you're you're buying uh you're 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 paying a sex worker one of the joy toys. Uh Matt you you were going to say something about 10 minutes ago before I started randed. Do you remember oh, your no, point? No no no. Uh, yeah, so I mean the, just back to the the idea of Johnny taking over your body and uh, handing over your autonomy to Johnny, I guess, yeah, similarly, I didn't think that much about it, you know, but I'm because I didn't care about V. I don't think V as a Mm. character is a standout. Mm. Like there's Mm. not, you know, there wasn't anything about V that I thought was great. I think we're maybe getting to something, and this is this is a a, a bit of a criticism I've read about the game, and is part of why I'm interested in replaying as a different character. Is that uh-huh. there is a there is a gulf apparently between the voice acting performances of the male voice V and the female voice V. You and I both played as a male voice V, mm-hmm. and. He he to me is just like kind of a piece of shit, and the, yeah. the way he's characterized, he's he's kind of just like a lot of like like the fuck would I do that for? I'm just like I don't yeah. like don't be an asshole, calm the fuck down. But apparently the female voice V is is a, like a much it's just a stronger performance. I don't know what was what were your thought, Heather? Yeah, I I was, was your just, I was shocked when you were like I didn't really feel anything for V because my, like by the end of the game I was like I do I care about V a lot and I want her to be okay. And I want to make choices where let that reward her for her growth. Uh, like I liked her relationship that was growing with Johnny. I liked when she would choose to give Johnny control, like when she let him play a gig with all of his old bandmates. Like all all of that stuff was really nice. And I also liked that because my V, you, you get three paths: Nomad, Street Kid, and Corpo, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, I chose a Street Kid. And watching V interact with Corpo people and telling them to like go suck her dick or whatever was yeah. so funny and so like rewarding as somebody who wants to be able to say those things in meetings, mm-hmm. like to be like, can we all yeah. just cut the shit? Like this, this idea sucks. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's a, f- so I'm, I'm bummed to hear that the dude version, uh, wasn't like that. I, Yeah. He's just kind of abrasive the way he's characterized and it's just he's just kind of trying to be he's just so cool. And again, Mm -hmm. you know, that that's just not necessarily what I wanted to role play. I I will say, though, because, you know, the 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 life path that you choose early on your corpo, your nomad, your street kid. I want corpo because that's just who I am. Um, And uh, (laughs) but I really some people have like criticized that there's not a lot to that it's just like really that the, that first quest there's a couple side mission there's a couple side jobs and then there's um some some extra dialogue option but I actually really liked all the extra dialogue that's specific to whatever your life path is like all the corpo choices I thought were like really interesting and I was glad those were available in the dialogue tree can, can you give like an example of like because like my, it would, it would just my a- street kid examples would be like yeah, well, sometimes you take a shit in a cup and then you got to drink it, buddy. Like, it's just like crazy shit. <laughs> like, what would, would the corporal one be like? Well, this world's all to be bought and sold. Like, what was it? Exactly, It was exactly that sort of th- shit. Like, you'd be talking to, like, you know, uh, 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 someone from Arasaka and be like, 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 I understand that. You, uh, I understand how things are done here. You know, like, I understand that. 
that in this world that betrayal is the the greatest offense. You know, like it just be that, that kind of shit, but it would like inform the conversation or move the conversation along in an interesting way. And mm-hmm. it was also kind of cool to be this guy with all these like fucking cybernetic implants who's uh you know like uh, going around blasting people, but also has. Uh, like just the a foot in the corporate world and knows how to shift into that mode when it's needed. Like I, I like I, I like that. Yeah. Again, there is a good game somewhere in here. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's, you know, uh, it's just buried under a bunch of bad bummer choices and also like some bad implementation. And uh, I, I, I want to know what your funniest glitch was. Um, for me, it was probably, uh, there was a point with the, uh, with, uh, so there's the, the, the paralyses, right? It's like the, the politician couple. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that, that quest line is actually really cool. Cause they're like getting it. Like someone is fucking with their brains and implanting false yeah. memories in their heads and they can't trust each other. He's like, got this mayoral campaign and someone is trying to control his brain remotely. It's like really cool. Um, but there was a point in that where uh, I just received like like it, they were just like holding a phone. I, I think I think Elizabeth was just like holding a phone while talking to me, and then her character model wasn't there anymore. So I was just receiving a quest from a a floating phone. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. Uh, I had I had one where you're out in the desert with Pan Am. And uh, you're supposed to ride motorcycles to another location. So she puts her leg up, but then her motorcycle drove away. And the uh, the icon for follow Pan Am remains with her, not with the motorcycle, which is on like a railroad path to wherever your destination is. And so she's sitting there just like sit standing neutral in the desert. And I'm like, OK, well. I got maybe I'll come back and like she'll reload or something. So I went off and did other quests and came back and she was still standing there. And I was okay, fuck. I can't I can't make this woman begin to move. <laughs> yeah. So I looked up where the where the next part of the quest is and I was like maybe if I get there it will trigger her presence at the uh gas station. So I went to the gas station, all the enemies are there. Uh and I interact with that combat while talking to Pan Am over like a walkie talkie, but she never responds. So I'd be like, Pan Am, what's your status? Great. I've got three more up here on the roof. <laughs> like, <it's> like, <laughs> like nothing. So then you, I, I interrogate a guy at the end of this quest. She's still not there. Uh, and then I go outside and all of her buddy, like all the people from the Aldecardo, Aldecaros, Alvacardos, Caldos, I think, Aldecaldos, Aldecaldos, yeah. Her motorcycle gang are all outside and her motorcycle is there. And then slowly she T-pose slid over to her (laughs) motorcycle (laughs) from the the desert as if her model had been like dragged and dropped all the way there. Uh, It was, that was my favorite glitch I experienced. That and every time I walked down a flight of stairs and suddenly died as if I had fallen from a great height. <laughs> um, that Real quick, that reminds me, because uh, uh, there was a glitch I got in the Pan Am, uh, one of the Pan Am quests. There are moments in it, it, throughout the game where you can choose to either ride along with an NPC or drive your own vehicle. I always chose ride along, because it, it's usually extra dialogue, and it's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it like I chose to ride along with Pan Am. I, I could have driven on my own. I chose to ride along with her and I'm sitting next to her. But her voice. So she has dialogue. She's delivering to me. But her voice has the radio effect as if I was in my own vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like turning to me being like. Yeah, you know you can trust soul, right? Like, like it's just like, like, but like a foot away from my face. Yeah, um, yeah. What about you, Akadaka? I, I so I was texting you guys about this one. Um, so in the Pan Am uh, romance, uh, you know, section of the game, uh, there's a part where you're in this like this. What is it called? It's called the Basilisk, and it's like this huge ship that like has these fucking guns on it. it that actually, I really loved piloting the Basilisk. That yeah. was like really, really fun. Yeah, for it was me. fun. Yeah, because um, it had like weight to it. It felt really cool. Just um, pointless. Just pointless. That quest. Oh, <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Like insane that it's even because it, there's also nothing else like it in the game. Yeah, like mm. it's, it's the only like tank that you can drive. But um, there's a part. It's like. You can't pilot it yourself. There needs to be two pilots, uh, one for driving and one for shooting. And so they both jack in, and I guess it, like, melds their minds together, and that's how they have sex. And so, like, they're having sex, but then it's also, like, they really are. So it's, like, it's a whole weird, like, a lot of stuff was happening. Wait, what? Is that what happens when you're a dude? Is that you have sex with her in the tank? Yeah, yeah, you have you get to you you, you bone her in the tank and what? um and then <laughs> and, 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 starts happening. Yeah, it's, yeah, wow. and then and, yeah, and then you, and then it goes right into a combat sequence. It's, and so I think I know where you're going because the same thing happened to me. So yeah, uh, after the combat sequence, um, I get out of the 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 you know the basilisk. And my character is just nude. And it's still, it's still just like very naked. Um, and I tried to put clothes back on and it would not let me. <laughs> and I still have them in my inventory. But I don't know. So the nudity thing in the game too is interesting to me because I, you know, in the menus and stuff, you see your hog. You can just see it. Yeah. But if you look down, you're wearing underwear like all the time. Even in like the shower. Yeah. yeah. You got underwear on. And I'm just like, what's the point? Yeah. Let me see it anytime I want. I want to look down <laughs> and look at this thing. I'm sure there'll be a mod for that. There but yeah, it, it is it, it like, like, like for a game that's so transparent or, or so uh, like uh, ha- makes nudity so forward up yeah. front. It, there's just not a, a ton of it throughout the game. No. Wait, wait, why? Why do you? So you don't see the penis in sex scenes, right? No. no and no, you don't no. see it when you look down. So the only time you see the penis is in the menu screen? Yeah, yeah if, if you, you take, take off, off all of your armor. Yeah. <laughs> what? Why? You have to like really want to look at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. It's so nuts. Um <laughs> But then also I was saying to you guys too that like every time uh, I can't wait to talk about uh, oh what so I texted you guys recently like before like truly like a minute maybe before we started recording that something happened that I could not wait to talk about yes yes yes, yes, yes. And, and it was in the ending and I won't say what the ending was yet until we start to talk about that but so I made my choices I got to the ending that I wanted to get to and right before it's about to go to credits V just goes. It's the screen is black, by the way. Yeah, it's about to roll credits, <laughs> and then you just hear V go. Huh! <laughs> that happened to me too. 
And I was like, wait, what happened to him? And then, the, then everyone starts talking to him, like leaving him messages. But it's not clear what happened to V. I thought, so I thought, so I, I did the space shuttle ending. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, and that is, you're, you're given, we've spoiled the fuck out of this game. You're given yeah. six months to live. And it goes, it like, she's going to go back to earth and like reconnect with people and, and then die on earth and it goes to black. And then she, my V also goes, huh! <laughs> 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 and I was like, Oh, is that supposed to represent her death? Like, yeah. Cause like, it's not a good, no. it was not a good read, but it was also like a couple of times throughout the game. Like you're experiencing these, um, you know, Bioware malfunctions and <laughs> yeah. V is like, I think I'm going to be sick. And it's like, it's just such a flat performance. Like it's such like a, like improv stage, like, uh, like indication. Um, But like the, that I achieved that in the, in the Pan Am ending, which was not my first ending. Uh, mm. and I, if we're in the endings here, I feel like I need to talk yeah. about what happened to my tell, first, tell, talk my about first your first ending, Cause I think so it was I, my second ending. So I'm at the end of this thing. I'm like, okay, wow, I'm going to finish this before we talk about it. I'm, and I'll have time to then, you know, I, on a different save, go through some, um, some choices, some of the side missions. I get to the ending. I'm on, um, you get to, you have like a, a severe reaction. You have like a really, really bad malfunction. You get all the way, you get uh, back to Victor's and Victor's like, you can go one of two ways about this. Here's some pills to keep Johnny at bay, or here's a gun, meaning, you know, and so then I talked to Misty. Misty's like, all right, we got to get you up on the roof. Uh, Cause you know, that's where we do some good thinking. I brought Jackie here before he had to make a really tough decision before two. Uh, and that's like a really beautiful moment. That's just like a nice mm-hmm. story point. Yeah. Um, and I'm talking to Johnny. Johnny's at this point, I'll say I hadn't done enough side things to get other endings. I truly had only two choices. Um, and so I'm talking to Johnny. Johnny's like, I think um, you should just let me at it. Like, it, like take the pill, let me in charge, and I'll mm-hmm. we'll get this thing done together. But I was like, no, that's not what we're going to do. And I threw the pills away, which I thought was like, no, I'm going to handle this myself. Yeah. I, I just totally thought I read, I just misread the whole situation. He's like, I don't need these pills. And then like you see V and I'm like, okay, wow, here we go. You see it's in third person view. We're looking at him. And then just a second later, that gun is right to your side of your head and you just kill yourself. And I was so fucking mad because I... I was like, I worked so hard to get to this point in the game. <laughs> tricked me into thinking I, or, you know, I, mean, I just misread it. Cause I, yeah. you know, as I've said many times, I'm not a smart man, but I, I was so mad that that was my first ending. And luckily it does put yeah. you back to the, uh, right before the point of no return. Um, so you can go back and do this stuff. But I honestly, I want to go back and start over as the female V because I also think some of my stats along the way, I can't change now. Like my relationship to Johnny percentage is lower mm-hmm. than what I would want mm-hmm. for some of the other quests. Uh, but and I, it's really expensive to respec. Like, like yeah. some of the, you know, if you want to it, it, like, like, and some, some of the attributes, I think you can't respec. So yeah. it's just, you're just kind of locked in. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably, maybe that'll be patched in. I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm interested in doing another playthrough. I can't get no as respect. Well, when it's all patched. Yeah. I, <laughs> I will not be doing another playthrough because I 
100%ed the quests. Yeah. Like, all that's left for me in the game is one more ending and buying all of the cars. Uh, and then, like, if I wanted to do, like, platinuming the game, then there's a bunch of, like, shoot three people at once. And I'm like, what? That's, yeah. that's stupid. Like, yeah. I mean, if you... Well, I guess that's how all platinuming works. This is always stupid. Yeah, it's all, yeah. Um, should we get to our <laughs> final thoughts? Because I feel like this has been like a two-hour episode. <laughs> it'll, it'll end up around two hours. We've gone very long. But yeah, yeah. let's get to our final thoughts. Great. It's time for our review crew. Review crew. So we'll say something positive about Cyberpunk 2077 and give it a score. I think my positive thing will be I really liked uh, the 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 whole the whole quest line with Pan Am and the and the nomadic faction. I like I thought that was really cool and I thought Pan Am as a romance option in the game was like really satisfying that that way that whole thing the way that whole arc uh, concluded. Um, I thought the Pan Am, she has her own ending and I thought the Pan Am ending was really cool. And that, that felt like, Oh, I made the choice to go with this person and go with this faction. And this is how, this is what this, my V's destiny is like that all felt super satisfying. So I guess I'll just say like that as a microcosm of like, there is so much good stuff in this game. They just needed more time because it's not even close to done. Uh, at least the version that I played and, and, uh, hopefully someday I'll get to play the finished version. Um, but I don't know. It's it sucks, but it's good. Like Matt said, it's yeah. like fucking broken and thoroughly busted. But there's there's so much interesting gameplay and there's stuff that will stick with me for a while. And I want to go back to it. I think in its current state, I am going to. In it, 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 paying homage to 2077, I'm going to give this a seven point seven. I wow. think that's where my where it where it lands for me in its current state. Hmm. Um, Heather, how about you? <clears throat> um, so we've all been stuck inside our houses for the last year, and I loved the environments of this game so much. And walking into a noisy bar where everybody's having a bunch of conversations, sitting down at a ramen restaurant. Uh, it was like the coolest versions of a bunch of places that I wish I could go. And I found myself a lot in this game just looking around, like standing in a place and looking around an environment. Um, <clears throat> and it, like... The, the eating animation was trash. Like, people would cut food and it wouldn't change and, it, like, nothing would... Dis it wasn't like Red Dead Redemption 2 where, like, each bite, like, changes the structure of the potato. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's a game. But somebody spent so much time making those environments and I loved them so much and it made me feel like, especially the afterlife, I was like man, this would be a bar that I would go to and I would like hanging out in this fucking bar and I would love yeah. like, hey, let's meet at the afterlife and have a drink. And I miss that stuff so much and it was really satisfying to get to go to places over and over again in the game and like make them favorite locations and know where they were, like without having to like look at the map. Like I'd be like, oh, I know where this is. Um, 
but yeah, those this game's broken. (laughs) 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 It doesn't even end without glitching. My ending crashed. Like it's (laughs) like it cut to credits and then it exited to the title screen. (laughs) I was like, what? I have to play all this again just to find out what the epilogue is. Like it is a mess. Um, I, I will probably, depending on how they handle the saves of, uh, of the game, if your PS4 save can transfer over to your PS5, uh, edition, when the edition comes out, then I will play it again a little bit when it comes out on PS5. So I can be in those environments and they're like fully rendered glory. But if it doesn't, then no, 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 I'm done with this. Um, I'm going to give it an 8.2 because it's stuck in 1982. Matt <laughs> Um Yeah, I mean, I guess we didn't really touch on the music. There's a lot of really good music in the game. Um, and I feel like it really adds to... Uh, it just really adds to, like, the, the, the environment. Like, it's such a cool... Like, I don't know if it's, like, exactly what music in 2077 will sound like. But, like, it... And it's also not as good as like the Tron Legacy soundtrack, which is Daft Punk, of course. But like, sure, it doesn't. But it has that similar like, okay, like we're this. This is helping move this along. Um, my positive thing, though, is there was this side quest that I ran into this guy who was like bottomless, and he um, was like screaming and like just like ow. ow, ow and he had gotten some bioware for his dick and it like malfunctioned <laughs> and his like dick exploded <laughs> or something and he was like you need to drive me to the hospital you need to drive me and so i got him in my car and he's like screaming and screaming and i don't know the, the game glitched or something something fucked up happened where then he like was put off by me and then he got like got out of the car and he was like running away and so i did just see what would happen if I killed him and I did, I killed him and then I got a, a fail. But I thought it was funny <laughs> that this guy, like his dick exploded. I thought that was great. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's, I probably won't play this again until they fix it. Um, and, you know, all the problematic stuff in it sucks shit. Like, it, you know, it's, it's really bad. Um, but I'll I'll give this, I'll yeah. In its current state, I'll give it a seven. I do want to get back into it and maybe just start over. Um, it sucks that I know that the we didn't really touch. We I mean, of course, we touched on it. I think maybe a little bit here and there throughout the show. But the crunch is just a thing that's happening across the industry right now, and there needs to be something yeah. that addresses that, just like across the board. Um, and they crunched that team crunched to get this out in this state and now they're crunching to fix it and yeah, it sucks. It, the whole thing fucking sucks um so my heart goes out to the people working on it right now um and i'll give this yeah i'll give it a seven yeah i i think i think it's a really good point matt and, and yeah crunch fucking sucks and uh the you know the uh, fucking the, the industry needed needs to unionize. I, I hope there's I hope some, you know, in, in a time that's so tough for labor, an environment that's so tough for labor right now in an industry, mm-hmm. uh, the tech industry that and and the game industry and the uh, that's so inhospitable to labor. 
I hope there can be some I hope there can be some organization um, and we'll see some studios, uh, some and some developers start to unionize because um, when we're talking about how this, this game being busted and broken, I don't think that comes from these developers fucked up. It no. comes from the people like the people, the decision makers, uh, the executives made them release this game when it wasn't ready. And I think all the reporting that you look for uh, on this game, it, it says like all the journalism that's gone uh, the all the what went wrong things uh pieces have have reflected the same thing we didn't talk about how bb is in this game oh yeah there's oh, a yeah. death stranding easter egg yeah bb's in I the like game and hit uh kojima yeah. productions is credited in yeah. the credits yeah yeah and kojima's in it i was gonna say i missed out on seeing him like because there's like a brief window where you can find him and i don't think he's in the entire game like he's in it a little bit before you go up and like destroy that tower basically and then he's not you know, understandably not there anymore. He got out. He, he's like, I'm not, I'm not sticking <laughs> around for this shit. I'm out of here. Yeah. Yep. Um, I was going through my, my screenshots of this, uh, of this game, just looking for anything I missed. And, uh, it, it, they're mostly shots of my character's hog, but, uh, <laughs> there is a, this, this quest pissed me off so much. This is from Padre, who is one of the, uh, the quest givers, uh, uh, like a kind of a, a crime boss. This is, this is, this is his quest. This is a quest. A few weeks ago, a police officer was shot dead. Same old story. Some Valentino kids got into a scrap with the badges. The fatal piece of lead was shot by a ganger named Jose Luis. The investigation was dropped and officers from the local precinct were told to back off. Pretty interesting turn of events, wouldn't you say? Jose must have some friends in high places. Here's the deal. One of the officers wants Jose to be brought to justice, which is where you come in. If you happen to find out who's protecting the Valentino, I'll throw an extra. Good luck. What kind of fucking lame-ass crime lord wants you to investigate a dead cop yeah hey this 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 cop killer needs to be brought to justice what on earth yeah though the game it's fucking doesn't weird understand it's like own politics it's yeah. very very weird <laughs> yeah um hey those were our thoughts on cyberpunk 2077 but maybe we're wrong maybe we were wrong We've got some reviews from all over the internet, which present a contrary opinion to the ones that we just voiced. So if we said this game was good, these will be bad. And if we said this game was bad, these will be good. That was pretty good. <laughs> you did it. I, yeah. I didn't, uh, nailed it that time. Uh, I've got one here from um, from Reddit uh, on the Cyberpunk game subreddit from uh, B-Boy Paul 1. Uh, and it's 20, Cyberpunk 2077 is a bad game. Just looking at game mechanics and UI, this game is not good. What was up with the mission systems? I had random people, fixers, I didn't know, just calling me at the same time. I never met these characters in the game. At one point, I was getting several calls from some police chick with an eye patch. I had no idea who she was. CP77 does a terrible job of introducing you to its world and its characters, and the clothing options were terrible. You can't pick what color you want your item in. You can't try anything to see how it looks, and the icons are way too small to see what you're buying, uh, to see what you're buying looks like. Excellent complaints about how yes. to just yeah. start getting calls from people, and you're like, wait, well, who is this? Yes. I, I thought the clothes looked pretty good, so I don't feel so bad about that. I don't disagree with any single negative point this person has. <laughs> yeah. 
correct. The, 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 that you'll just get to a new area and suddenly get a phone call from a new character that you you have no idea who they are and they're just telling you things to do and then asking you to buy their car. Yeah. I just remembered like, a, so I remembered a glitch from a phone yeah. call because uh, like there you see the character animation on the phone of the of you know whoever you're talking to and it's like not like a flat rendering. It's like it's not a picture. It's like their actual 3D model. Um, I saw someone like fully like standing up. They must've been T-posed. Like they must've actually put them in a little square frame uh, and like put them down. But like, I only saw their legs. <laughs> Insane. Um, I've got a review. This is from the steam store. This is from rad rooster. Uh, this is recommended best early access game ever. Can't wait for the final build. <laughs> <laughs> little shade yeah just a little bit little um i got another uh, uh, another one from the steam store this is from uh sclavunos underscore k uh recommended 111 hours on record uh the review the full text of the review is you can adjust your penis shape and size which is true <laughs> true. <laughs> i you know but adjust is um uh not the word I would use necessarily. Sure. Because yeah. like you can't make it a square. Like you can't really no, change yeah, the shape that much. It can only be dick shaped. Yeah. And it's, uh, you can't, you can't also like, you know, separate length from girth. If you yeah. want to go in, in one direction, you know, you want to give, your, give yourself a chode. That's not really an option in the yeah. character creator. Also already on the, in this reality, there are biohackers who are changing the number of penises they have or the shape of it in at, at all, like making it yeah. extremely right. large and unusable or making it like <laughs> forked. Like those are things yeah. happening now. So the fact that you're like cyberpunk options with your penis are long or longer is like yeah. fucking that's ridiculous. Like what why not have like an octopus penis? Like yeah. you know, like yeah. eight little dinglongs, like all moving around. <laughs> it's like and also the two options that are, you know, it's like we've talked about this for too long, but like the small, like the normal and then the big, uh, the scale is not funny enough. Like, you no, can't, it's, it, not. it's like they're all sort of like uh, within a, a stone's throw of each other. They're not that crazy. <laughs> yeah, the small isn't small enough. The big isn't big enough. And yeah. also that I mean, give, let me, let's have that be a slider. Like that doesn't need to just be a It'd discrete be so option. Easy. It'd be so funny. Yeah. It'd just be so funny to have just like a you know teeny a game, tiny little pee-pee. You know a game is a disaster when the New York Times, this is my other review, which was just the New York Times wrote an article about how, what a catastrophe this was. And it's Cyberpunk 2077 was supposed to be the biggest video game of the year. What happened? <laughs> 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 Nearly a decade of hype led to a troubled release, riddled with glitches, a livid fan base, refunds for potentially millions of players, and a possible class action lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They're not wrong. Um, it's... It's, it's not, and you know what, and it, it, this did break through into the mainstream press. I, I mean, I have a Bloomberg piece here. This is by uh, Jason Schreier, um, titled Inside Cyberpunk 2077's Disastrous Rollout. This was the one I think got widely circulated a few weeks ago. Jason Schreier, a, a great games reporter, and hey, one of the hosts of the Triple Click podcast, which I listen to um, uh, over on Max Fun. Uh, I'll, I'll just read a couple of, of paragraphs from this. 
this just kind of gives a it gives some background for what was going on in development. Employees were working long hours, even though uh, Iwinski told staff that overtime wouldn't be mandatory on Cyberpunk 2077. More than a dozen workers said they feel pressured to put in extra hours by their managers or coworkers anyway. This is a quote. There were times when I would crunch up to 13 hours a day. A little bit over that was my record, probably. And I would do five days a week working like that, uh, said Jakubiak, the former audio programmer, adding that he quit the company after getting married. I have some friends who lost their families because of these sort of shenanigans. The overtime didn't make the development of the game any faster. At E3 in June 2019, CD Projekt announced the game would come out on April 16, 2020. Fans were elated, but internally, some members of the team could only scratch their heads wondering how they could possibly finish the game by then. One person said they thought the date was a joke. Based on the team's progress, they expected the game to be ready in 2022. Whoa. <laughs> They're not wrong. Internally, in t- yeah, I know. I mean, it, this probably would have benefited from an entire other of full year of development. If this game, if this if that's probably when it would have been ready um and maybe when it will be ready uh hey it's time for the question block all right this one is from at dad has add on twitter and they write what do you think video games will be like in 2077 great question dad um it's a boy I mean, I feel like everyone's going so to- so towards VR. I feel like there will be like VR will be kind of the standard and it will be a headsetless VR. I feel like you're not even going to have to put a thing on your head anymore. It will be like a thing like it'll be like a, 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 a toggle you do on your own vision, whatever replaces your eyes and you will just be in this VR reality. I think it'll be I think we'll we'll have stuff like that. Um, I don't know, but I mean, like, like, like it's. Because right now we're kind of in a point where where really we're just even the PlayStation Five is what it's it's like kind of just like a like everything is uh, the state of the art is just iterating on what already exists right mm-hmm. like it's just like we're getting higher res higher fidelity versions of what what we already have so in terms of is that just going to continue until things are photorealistic and environments are fully interactive or is there going to be some other thing that happens I mean that's harder to predict I don't know Heather have you have you thought about the future of games at all well, what was 50, so that's 50 years from now. What was 50 years ago in games? Was it Pong or did Pong not even exist? Um, yeah, we're talking 1970. I mean, that that's that was really really early, you know, monochrome games. <clears throat> I think that if, weren't widely played. I think if you extrapolate from that, like that exponential growth from Pong or pre-Pong to like Spider-Man Miles Morales where you have like New York City on your screen and can go anywhere. Yeah. I I feel like it's going to be unrecognizable. Like it's it I don't think you could look at Pong and be like someday using this essentially we're going to be able to go anywhere we want in New York City. I think that maybe it will involve a lot of emotional AI experiences where like a game might be a <clears throat> a conversation you have with your dead parents or uh, a game might be the experience of doing mushrooms without actually taking mushrooms like that that somehow sure. it is it is in your brain without 
any sort of thing strapped to you without any controller. And it's just like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do cyber mushrooms. Um, I think maybe it'll be a pill that you take, but more likely it would be a patch that you constantly mm. just wear like a subdural patch. That's just always there. And you can choose the layer of gamification of reality, maybe. Uh, and I think that it will primarily be used for propaganda the way that television is currently. Like it will, there mm. it will not be autonomous na narrative experiences. It will be like it. It will be forwarding political, social, and sexual agendas. Um, but that's just my thoughts. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're right. It's either going to be so advanced, it's unrecognizable to what our brains can currently conceive, um, or it'll just be like people will still be holding whatever the new version of the dual sense is. It'll still be like fucking four face four face buttons and two analog triggers and uh, or, or uh, uh, two uh, analog sticks, and it'll be, it'll be this just the same shit. And we'll just be like, that's just what gaming is. Mm -hmm. um, what, you know what? There'll probably always be a place for that because people will always want to play classic games. So, yeah, this is who fucking knows. Who knows? You got anything else, Apodaca? Uh, I think all games are going to just be Mario. Wow. Hey, you know what? Wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> Those games are pretty good. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at GetPlayedPod or send us an email at GetPlayedPod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 6162Played. That's 616-275-2933. Our music and engineering is by our MVP, Devin Bryant. You can follow him on Twitter at BaffleGabs. And Matt, you can tell us next week's game. All right, next week's game, Day of the Tentacle. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, Bucket. Edge. Edge. <laughs> 